Welcome to another episode of Mad Mondays with minorities who are astonishingly driven scientists, aka mad scientists. My name is Marilyn Chanel and I am the founder of Mad Scientists and it's an organization where we help underrepresented minorities have an easier experience with pursuing a career in STEM and we talk about the struggles of being a student in STEM and we also interview those who have a career in STEM and would love to just tell us about their experience and problems and obstacles that they faced. All right, so I know I haven't really introduced myself, so I want to let you guys know just a little bit about me. This podcast is still fairly new, and I just want to let you guys know just a little bit about me, who it is that you're going to be hearing from. So I am Marilyn Chanel, and I am a student at Winthrop University. I am currently a senior. Whoop, whoop. Um, Winthrop, if, for those who don't know, Winthrop is located in Rock Hill, South Carolina. There's some people who may know us for our basketball team, you know, go Eagles. It's like 15 minutes from Charlotte, North Carolina. A lot of people tend to know where Charlotte is. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm currently a senior at Winthrop and I'm pursuing a Bachelor of Science in Chemistry with a concentration in Biochemistry. And um I have plans of becoming a cosmetic chemist. Originally, when coming into college, I really wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be something along the lines of studying, kind of studying holistic medicine, alternative medicine, or even becoming a doctor of osteopathic medicine. So it was kind of like one of those, but... I soon realized probably like towards the end of my sophomore year that I was like, "Uh, I don't think that's what I want to do anymore. But (laughs) I ended up changing and I was like, I kind of want to be a cosmetic chemist. It seems to be something more along the lines of what I'm interested in and passionate about. But yeah. And today, as you can see by the title, we will be talking about something that I feel like a lot, a lot, a lot of students deal with, not And honestly, I feel like a lot of students kind of deal with this at least once. At least, yeah, at least once in their college career. And honestly, we have some high schoolers that even deal with this. And that is dealing with burnout. I know, I know, I know. Burnout. It sucks, it sucks, it sucks. But yes, we're going to talk about today dealing with burnout And honestly, I'm going to be talking about me, how I figured that, found out that I was dealing with burnout, what I've done to help deal with burnout, and then things I continue to do now to help me prevent myself from falling back into that place of burnout. So I just want to give you a little backstory that I went to high school, of course, (laughs) and I, in high school, I was somebody who was always a doer, a doer, a doer. I wanted to do everything. It seems like I was just always doing something. Like, you can understand, like, what my parents were going through. They were like, Marilyn, you're always doing something. I know, right? (laughs) But I, in high school, I was a cheerleader. So I was on the cheerleading team since I was a freshman. I was doing art. I was also competing 
in art competitions when I was in high school. So I was drawing and painting and then having those be entered into art competitions. And I was also dancing. I've been dancing since I was a little baby, you know, and was a member of the NAACP, the youth chapter in our community. And all while doing this, I still was striving to make straight A's in high school so I could be at the top of my class, you know, and I was just trying to do it all. And when I got to college, I took this same do, do, do mentality to college. And I could kind of feel that towards my senior year in high school that I was starting to feel a little bit burnt out. I was starting to feel that weight of being a student who was just starting to feel a little down. And I was like, what is wrong with me? I'm starting to feel a little sad. And now looking back on it, I was like, you're just going through a little depressive you know, a depressing season at that time, but I was really just dealing with the pressure of still having all these things that I wanted to do, but also trying to keep my grades up so that I can stay at the top of my class. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is just rough. And so I took that same do, do, do mentality into high school. And for college, oh my gosh, college for some of us can be just a totally different beast because now you have a little bit more free time And now if you're anything like me, anyone like me, you take that same mindset from high school of wanting to do it all, but still wanting to have straight A's, still wanting to do good in class, but still wanting to go out, meet people, still wanting to live your life, enjoy the college experience. And then you're like, oh my gosh, college is a little bit different, but I'm taking the same mindset and I'm starting to feel like I am being stretched in 10,000 different ways. Oh my gosh. And so... This kind of where in college that I started feeling like I was dealing with burnout. And I want to tell y'all exactly how I knew I was dealing with burnout. I knew I was dealing with burnout <laughs> when I was in class one day. I was sitting in chemistry class. Dang, what class was that? It was a, it was a chemistry class. Um, and I, I remember the teacher. And uh, he, was, he, was, he was kind of a tough teacher, you know. But I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of a tough teacher. And in the middle of the class, I just started crying. I just bursted out crying. I just bursted into tears. He had literally just given back an assignment that he graded. And I just started crying. I just started crying because I failed it. I had an F. <laughs> I had an F. But it wasn't more so the fact that I had the F on the assignment but it was just I felt like so much was going on and just to have that pile on top of it I was like oh my gosh and when I started crying it wasn't like one of those <laughs> like those boo cries that you do that has everybody in the class looking around looking at you like what's wrong with her no it wasn't one of those <laughs> it was one of those cries that was kind of silent and I was just like what is going on with me? <laughs> and so it was kind of, kind of that moment. I was like, wow, something is, something's wrong. Because I know I'm the type of person that I don't cry too often. To be honest, I'm not really that much of a crier unless something really, really sad or, or something has gone on or something has just happened. I really, 
I'm not that much of a crier, but I know that a lot of times when I start having moments like that, it's because I've been holding in so much for so long that it finally just has to come out. And it took just seeing an F on assignment to just boom, just make me burst out into tears. Um, But yeah, and so I realized that I was dealing with burnout during that time. And it was also other symptoms that I was having that I was like, something is wrong with me. I was honestly, y'all, I'm already small. If you know me, I've been small all my life. But it was around this time that I was so much on go. I was trying to be in the um, a student leaders council at my school. I was so I was attending those meetings and I was also starting my own organization on campus, which is mad scientists. I was starting that on, on campus during that time. But I was also trying to work and make money. So I had two jobs on campus. I was a tutor and I also had actual classes the things I'm, I'm in college for. And so I was kind of getting kind of hectic and so I was running around all day and I'll be running around and I would notice that I was not eating I would come home and I remember there was this one time I got home it was so late it was probably like one o'clock in the morning I probably just gotten from the library and I was so hungry and I did not have the energy to even eat I only had crackers that night and so that was another symptom was I was losing weight I'm already small. I'm losing weight. I'm barely eating crackers. Like, are you serious? It's not even a meal to have throughout the whole day. And then I was sleeping too much. After having those crackers, I was like, I'm so tired. I just want to sleep. And then when I finally had the chance to sleep, I was sleeping so much to the point where it was like 13, 14. I was sleeping 13, 14 hours when I finally had the chance to, especially on weekends, if I didn't have if I didn't have to get up and work on weekends or if I didn't have to do anything on that Saturday, I was sleeping in for a long, long, long time. And I would sometimes take bursts of naps throughout the day if I had the chance to, but very seldom did I have a chance to. So I noticed that sleeping too much, losing weight, crying in class, having this outburst, having started feeling like very sad, very depressed. I was like, what is going on with me? And then I noticed changes in my hair. It just wasn't popping the same. I was like, my hair started to break off. My skin started looking dull, started looking dead. I'm like, what is wrong? I'm looking at myself. What is going on with me? My nails started getting brittle. They would break. My toenails would start breaking. And I was like, oh my gosh, something is not right. And it wasn't until the pandemic came that I was finally forced to sit down and face myself it was pandemic hit we couldn't go anywhere everybody was on lockdown everybody was stuck in their dorms stuck in their house wherever they were and I had I'm going to say the opportunity to see myself for who I really was and finally face that girl you are dealing with you're dealing with something serious and I kind of realized that I've been dealing with burnout for so long to the point where it didn't even seem like burnout it just seemed like my normal self my body had gotten used to that for so long and I 
honestly, everybody knows our bodies are so smart to the point where our bodies just adapt to whatever it is that we do, especially if it's consistently. If your body knows that you're always on go, you're always not eating, you're all, your body is going to adapt. And if it ever is deficient in something, it's going to let you know, but it's just going to adapt to your lifestyle, you know? And so I realized that during the pandemic, being in my, well, my apartment on campus, is just that I have been overworking myself for so long to the point where now that I'm forced to not go anywhere because all of our on-campus buildings are closed, I can't really go see anybody, I can't go to the store, the stores are locked down, um, two hours away from family I just am locked shut up in this room forced to face every single problem that I have and so I finally was like you have been busy so long to the point where you've been using this as a mask you've been using this to run away from problems you've been using this to just honestly just using it as a way to just kind of escape any any type of thing that I've been dealing with. And so, and I've been on go, go, go for so long. Like I told y'all in the beginning, since high school, since a freshman in high school. And it wasn't until my junior year in college that the pandemic happened. And so that, yeah, so that had been like seven years, seven years. And it wasn't until I was in quarantine that, I realized that you have been working and now you burnt yourself out so much to the point where you are forced to take a break and you're forced to see who you really are. And that is that you've been trying to do this for so long that your body has been giving you signs that you need to do something. If you're bursting out in tears in class, something, some, you, you need to fix something. If your hair and your skin is starting to change, you're starting to lose weight when you should not be losing weight, you're starting to sleep too much, something has to change. And so I realized that I was going through burnout and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to do something. And so it was during this time that I just had to pick myself up. You know, I just had to pick myself up and that is kind of how I want to lead into the segue of people like you who are listening to me right now of how do I mean, I know I'm always on go. I know I'm always doing this. I know I'm always trying to be in everything, have my hands in all these different pots and I'm starting to feel like I'm juggling 50 different things and I don't even know how to manage them all. And I'm starting to feel burnt out. Whatever your symptoms may be, I'm telling you, we can, we can all have some type of way, some unique way that we can use to identify and use to help dealing with burnout. And so when I was looking on helpguide.org, you know, I kind of Googled and I was like, so what are some real symptoms of burnout? I know I've had these physical symptoms, what are like the mental symptoms of burnout? And so sometimes we can have a sense of failure. We can have a sense of helplessness, loss of motivation, and decreased accomplishment. 
And if you're feeling like that, or even if you've had some physical symptoms of you, maybe your hair is falling out. Maybe you're having bursts of emotions come, or maybe you're starting to feel depressed and anxious all the time. Then I, I think you, and especially for someone like me, you may be dealing, you may be dealing with a sense of burnout when it comes to this. And so this is how we deal with burnouts. For the one thing, just one thing I want you to do right now, wherever you are, you can be in your car, you can be in the library, you can be in Starbucks, you can be at home, wherever you are. I just want you to do this with me right now. The first thing you need to do is breathe. I know, I know, I know. Not too hard. Very, very simple. And that is breathe. So with me right now, breathe in. Breathe out. That felt so good. Let's do it one more time. Let's do it one more time. (laughs) Breathe in. Breathe out. Oftentimes, we don't even take the time to even do that. We don't even take the time to even breathe. When we are on go, go, go for so long, we're not even intentional about simple things that we have the opportunity to even do, and that's breathe. And another thing is breathing really allows you to kind of center yourself and be in the moment. And so wherever you are, if you just take just a couple breaths, in and out, in and out. It'll kind of censor you and you'll finally start seeing your surroundings for what they are. When you walked in, let's just say you're at the library or maybe you're in Starbucks, you probably didn't even know the color on the walls. You probably didn't even know or even notice the person sitting next to you. You may may not even notice some things about the room that you're sitting in. But just really breathing and just being centered in the moment really kind of calms you and calms your brain from that chaoticness that is chaoticness even a word. Oh, my gosh. But you probably didn't even notice for just how chaotic it's been for you for so long. So just breathe. I think that's the first thing that I I need you to do. And honestly, it's the easiest thing that you can do. You don't have to pick up anything. You don't have to look for anything. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to schedule anything. You can do it at any given moment, and that is breathe. Another one that I have, and that is break. Sometimes it can take hard, be hard to take breaks, but breaks are definitely needed. And I want to tell you, please, 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 please take a break before your body forces you to take one. So for me, when I was dealing with being in quarantine, I was forced to take a break. And for a lot of us, now that outside has really been opened and we can finally start going back to work, going back to classes and doing school, we are now going to have to force ourselves to take breaks because we may not, we're not going to always have a pandemic that's going to force us to be shut in the house and take breaks. But you need to take breaks. And I would say take two Take those short-term breaks and take those long-term breaks. Short-term being those breaks that you can take for like 15 minutes throughout the day. Just stepping away from the computer, just stepping away from your work, stepping away from anything you've been doing, your math equation, coding coding online, doing some mechanisms, doing anything, whatever it may be. 
take a break from it, whether that be the 15 minute break, that hour break. And that's something, those short term breaks, those are something that you can do every day, every single day. But then I also need you to start planning those long breaks, those breaks that you take for a whole day, those breaks that you take for a whole weekend. And honestly, those breaks that you can take from three to five days, even a week. Make sure you take those breaks. Those are the breaks that you can plan ahead and probably have during like fall break, spring break, whatever, whatever it may be. But make sure you plan both and take both. One thing that I am planning right now, and it is to have a break to just go out and get a massage. I want to do that. I'm still thinking of an actual weekend that I want to do it, but I want to take a break and just go out and get a massage, really relax my mind and just just chill and just savor the moment. Um, But now I currently take breaks throughout the day. I'll take a break, get up, play some music, listen, listen to my music, dance in the mirror for dance in the mirror for a little while and I'll also take breaks towards the end of the day when I've kind of crossed off everything on my list that I wanted to get done I've turned in my assignments for the day I will just get on social media and sometimes it doesn't always work that way sometimes I may do it a little earlier in the day but I'll, I'll take a break and finally scroll laugh on Twitter see people's posts on Instagram like them comment and let's look at some YouTube videos, look at some tutorials, some, some outfit of the days. But I think taking breaks are very, 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 very essential. They really allow you to, to take a step back from your mind being so chaotic from everything that you had to do, either throughout the day or throughout the week or throughout the whole semester. Whenever It just depends on whenever you take your break. And it finally allows you to take your mind off of that. And one thing about breaks is that they allow you to feel replenished. And when you finally get a chance to go back to your work, you approach it with new eyes. You approach it from a new perspective. You're like, oh, my gosh, I've had so much fun looking at my YouTube video. I had so much fun going out with friends, going out to eat. I had so much fun getting my massage. Now I'm ready to work, you know, so. Always, always, always make sure you take your break. And the last thing that I want to say is the last tip, and that is renewal. That is to renew your mind. And I just want to give the little definition of renewal. Google says (laughs) that renewal means the replacing or repair of something that is worn out, slowed down, run down, or broken. And that's kind of how we are. We need repair for being run down, worn out, slowed down, and broken. And renewal is something that you need to do daily. And so I would encourage you to renew your mind to someone or and at some place, you know, for me, renewing my mind, renewing my mind kind of started a little pre-pandemic before 
I kind of had that realization of me being burnt out. But I started developing a, um, I started going to a on-campus ministry and they really, really, really opened my eyes to seeing Jesus as someone who isn't just out to get me. And it kind of switched my perspective of from religion to relationship. And so instead of seeing Jesus as just this person who expects me to wear white, to always have myself together, to all, and if I do something bad, he's going to throw stones at me. It's really shift my perspective from that to actually saying that this is someone who loves me and this is someone who wanted who who died for me and who wants me to live life more abundantly and when I started renewing my mind in that way and developing a more personal relationship with Jesus my mind became renewed and he became someone that I took all of that weight and all of that burden and I just remember saying that God this is yours like for real because I'm burnt out my hair, my skin, everything about me is just getting frail. I can't even eat. I'm working too much. I feel like I'm doing, doing, doing so much to the point where I'm not even having anything to show for it. I feel like I'm doing so much schoolwork and I feel like I'm studying, but yet I'm still failing. What is going on? And so he was someone that I could really renew my mind to and pour everything that I was feeling back to him. He was someone who could really take the weight off of me and carry the load that I couldn't even carry. Carry the load that I was trying to carry since being a freshman in high school. So seven years I've been trying to carry this thing and it finally burnt me out so much to the point where I was like, just take it. Just take it. And so I would encourage you to just try it, you know, just try renewing your mind to Jesus, you know, no pressure, but... Just try renewing your mind. And I think another thing that you can try doing is going actually going back to the places where you felt the most childlike. You can renew your mind in places as well. And that is for me, I would take walks outside, especially during the pandemic. That's all I could really do. That's the only place I could really go was go outside and look at some nature. (laughs) So I would go out. And just look at the flowers on campus. I would go out and just listen to the birds chirp. And I don't have y'all noticed that when we were on lockdown, we had the best weather ever. It was the sun was always shining. So when I was going outside, I was like, wow, like this is so beautiful out here. The sky is so blue. I renewed my mind outside by really just taking time to just be lost in the moments of just relaxing and just viewing the world for how beautiful it is and for some of you you can be renewing your mind just going back to old hobbies going back to old things like painting drawing that's for me but you can go back to just bike riding you can go to hiking you can go to maybe it's a place like going out to a I don't know, whatever that could be for you. Just, yeah, and honestly, just let me know. What are some things that you do in order to renew your mind? For me, it was reading. I went back to picking up some books that I had not finished. I 
started painting my nails. I really love painting my nails. I started doing my hair. I really love how I feel when I am in the midst of doing my hair, doing my nails. I started um, drawing at that time a little. I picked up my sketchbook and started drawing. And honestly, I was going to places like coffee shops. I, If I could, once they started opening back up, I was going back in and just sitting there and listening to the music, especially in Starbucks. I was going in there and listening to the music. And they really allowed me to feel better. So that's why I wanted to say renewal, because after going through a chaotic time of feeling like you have to do, 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 do all the time, you get burnt out and you need a place to renew. You need a place that's going to repair you being worn out, that's going to help you slow down and it's going to help you really replace those broken pieces in you that you've been feeling like you had to do, 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 do all the time. And lastly, I want to let you know that even during this time, I felt like I could not get a lot done. So I want to just leave you with well done is better than half done and half done is better than not done. And when I was going through this tough time of feeling burnt out, I was feeling like I just do not want to do one more assignment. I don't want to do another lab report I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do another presentation. I just want to I just want to honestly just just go about my life and drop out. <laughs> but I just want to let you know that sometimes in those moments you're like I don't have anything else to give at this moment. And for you, I just want to let you know that sometimes you're like I I won't be able to give this I won't be able to do the A-plus work that I want to do, but I'm going to do something and I'm going to do at least the best that I can give right now. And sometimes that half done is better than not done. Of course, well done is better than half done, but you're going to have some moments where you don't have a lot to pour. You don't have a lot to give. Another thing is remembering that it is essential to say no when you know you don't have a lot to pour out and you don't have a lot to give. It's okay to say no, I can't take on that extra task. I won't be able to join and have this certain position in this organization. It is okay to say no, especially around the times where you're starting to feel like you are on the brink of burnout. Say no, say no. People are not going to hate you, and I promise, even if they get sad, it's okay. Just remember to say no. You don't want to take on more than you can bear. And so, that's why I want to leave you. Well done is better than half done, and half done is better than not done. So, just a little recap with how to deal with burnout. We have BRB. I know it was breathe, renewal, and break. But I really wanted to say renewal last because it just I wanted to leave y'all with renewal last. But just remember, breathe. Just always, just always, just always take those breaths. It's the easiest thing that you can do. It really allows you to feel centered in the moment. Renew your mind to something, you know, to someone. And like I said, I renewed my mind by developing a more personal relationship with Jesus And I also renew my mind by just going back to places that I felt my most childlike. So going outside, taking walks, painting, drawing, listening to music, 
And lastly, that is break. Make sure you break. Take a break. Please, 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 before your body forces you to take one. Please let us know how you've dealt with burnout, ways that you found out that you were suffering from burnout, and also strategies or things that you use to prevent yourself from dealing with burnout again. You can let us know at MadScientistSC on Instagram. So that's MadScientistSC, like South Carolina, MadScientistSC on Instagram. And you can also follow me at Marilyn Chanel on Instagram. Everything will be in the show notes. And so that's it. We have it with another episode of Mad Mondays with Mad Sciences. And remember, we are graced to dominate STEM. Have a nice week.